Welcome to today's episode of Property Millionaire Coach. I'm your host, Adam Panisi. I'm currently building a $200 million property portfolio through my development company, AdPen. I started in property over a decade ago at the age of 22, where I developed a $3 million project, and I did this while I was earning $60,000 a year as a graduate engineer. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss another episode. If you want free training on how to accumulate multiple properties and how to do property development, go to my website, www.libertyblue.com.au. I also have advanced training courses you can enroll through the website. Hey guys, I'm just here with Dragon, who is a awesome buyer's agent from Sydney and buys a lot of development sites as well as buy and hold passive properties as well. So I'll hand it over to you. This is just going to be a really quick session for those guys that are looking to leverage their time and get into the property space. So Dragon, do you want to just give us the elevator pitch on where you're based and what it is that you do and how you can help people? Fantastic. How are you, Adam? Thanks for having me on. Um, well, pretty much, uh, my name is Dragan Dimovsky. I'm uh, director of uh, Buyers Agency Australia. We are we are based in Sydney, and we've got an office in Brisbane as well. So we um, we pretty much focus on investment properties. Uh, look, I would say about fifty percent uh, of our buyers are just your standard positive geared properties. Uh, you know, buy and hold sort of uh, strategies, and then I've got the other fifty percent that. Um, that are looking to manufacture some sort of growth from their properties. So uh, just to give you an example, um, you know, a rundown, maybe renovated house that uh, we purchased under market value that might need 20, 30 K for an uplift that, uh, you know, that can bring you back, of course, depending on the area, you know, anything from, uh, you know, 50 to 150, 200 K. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So you're not a typical buyer's agent because normally I'm against some types of buyer's agents that just yep. like to flog stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I no, take yeah, crap, yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I am very selective on buyer's agents that I speak to and that I liaise with. So you're a little bit different. So you just mentioned a deal that, you know, you can make, you know, there's upside to be made on there. 100%. What, what other properties? You mentioned you buy some development sites as well. What, correct, correct. Give, give us an example on why somebody would come to you to buy a development site and, and what so is look, it to buy? Uh, look, uh, I, I would say um, a handful of people that they want to, I guess, fast forward the process on having, uh, you know, having their, their wealth creation. So I'll give you an example. Uh, a property up in Brisbane that we just uh, signed off yesterday for a client by the name of Grant and Ashley. Uh, they're also based in Brisbane. Uh, I think it's Gold Coast. No, they're in Brisbane. Uh, we looked at a property that was, uh, you know, that was around that 1500 square meter block. Uh, it had a house. The house in front had uh, six bedrooms. Uh, it's a dual lock living scenario. So there was three bedrooms downstairs, three bedrooms upstairs, kitchen downstairs, kitchen upstairs, uh, two bathroom upstairs and one downstairs. Um, now that type of a, uh, that type of a property in that area, you'd be looking at purchasing about 700 K. Yeah, uh, I, I, <laughs> I got it off markets at, uh, 609,000. Wow. Okay. okay. Yeah. So now in saying that, um, 
being subdivided, uh, they have options now. They've, uh, they can actually subdivide that block into three lots, so one into three. Okay, now the beauty about this block as well, uh, they, had, uh, they had two streets. So there was, there was an adjacent street behind the block as well. So separate entrance. So what they can do is keep the front at the, the house at the front. It might need a, a 30 or 40K reno to, to get that uplift and, uh, and do two uh, 350, maybe even a little bit more than 350 blocks uh, each at the back. So there'll be one at the front and then a battle axe uh, behind that. And uh, with that particular, you know, um, uh, blocks, uh, they could sell between each one could sell between three hundred and fifty to four hundred k. Yeah, nice. Okay, so without and going into the, the detail of the subdivision yeah. costs, and we don't know the site and all that, yeah. the main the main thing to start with is you bought it almost a hundred thousand under market value. So what's that? Fifteen percent under market value. It was yep. off, it was off market. You've done the hard yards in finding the site. So, yep. you know, you get paid a reward for that. Of course. Ultimately, that's your, that's your business. But from their perspective, you know, how I see it, it's a win-win. You've gotten paid to source the deal. And, yep. you know, that, that's the role of a buyer's agent is to source deals. But um, in this case, you've made them a substantial amount of money just even on the way in. Exactly. Which, which I think, which, which is exceptional. You've added value to somebody and you know, you're transacting multiple properties a week and they sound like they're good properties. So mm -hmm. from, yeah. from my perspective, you know, I don't have time to look at deals and even guys that are just starting to get that leverage. It's worth paying you. What was your fee on that? 20,000 for that property or? Uh, no, it's uh, 14,990 plus so GST. So for so 15,000, yeah. 15, somebody doesn't have to go out and spend the time to find the deal and exactly it's exactly. ultimately a success fee as well well like, look i mean they, they you know they made that back uh, right from as you said right from the yeah, beginning from the day purchase, one you know so and and mind you you know i do all the due diligence prior to that i i prepare a, a, a suburb analysis i do a property <clears throat> report and that's a property developers report and also a cost analysis Wow. Uh, okay. I then, I then, yeah, I then uh, send them a, you know, a, um, a, um, a detailed email, and then obviously, you know, they can see the benefits uh, from that. Um, if if they're not happy, we move on to the next one. <laughs> yes, that sounds <laughs> that sounds good. So, I mean, from yeah. my perspective, it's it's almost a no-brainer to engage right. engage somebody like you. I don't know what your commitment fees are, and I'll, we won't talk about that at the moment. Whether you have a commitment fee or if it's just a success fee. Um, but yeah. I, I've used plenty of buyers agents before and none of them have ever brought me deals anywhere near as good as that one. It is on the smaller yeah. end of the spectrum, but yeah, know, even, yeah, yeah. even at all, at all ends, I've, yeah. I've not ever had, you know, somebody, well, with the exception of a couple of bigger sites, um, yeah. you know, there's not yeah. many people that can source those sorts of deals and do it yeah, consistently. Exactly. And look, and, and also to, to uh, make a point in this, uh, in this conversation that, um, that particular deal within, you know, uh, six to eight months uh, from start to finish, and I mean finish if they were to sell off the blocks, you know, obviously in a, on a quieter market, it will take longer. Um, once sold, they pay down that, uh, you know, that if they want to keep the house at the front and, you know, you know, sometimes they could even pay it off. Sometimes they'll have as little as, you know, 100K or 200K owing on it. You know, that's a five, six, seven hundred thousand dollar property. 
Yeah. So it's like, it's a life changer for, for people. Instead of it buying is. a your own home, you could do one of those, pay off most of it. Yeah. And then it's, go and buy two principal places of residence if you really wanted to. Well, exactly. And, and you know, when I have uh, when I have a discovery or strategy call with the clients, a lot of the time and most of them, they know about that buy and hold uh, scenario where it's, you know, positive or at least neutrally geared property. I then will say, okay, here's another option. Why wait the 10 years for the property uh, price to uh, to increase? We could do it within a year. Yep, I can I concur. Preaching to the converted. Yeah. So <laughs> I The reason uh, I originally reached out to you is I saw you in an article. Well, I didn't see you, you know, your face, your mugshot, but I, I saw your name mentioned in an article and I ended up, I just looked you up to see who you were. And the reason I did that was you had a different outlook to what what the rest of the media is painting, uh, mm-hmm. a different outlook on the property market. So you're Sydney-based, yep. so you're buying in Sydney and Brisbane from what you've Correct. you've said. Correct. So yep. what what do you see on the ground both in Sydney and Brisbane and where do you expect the market to be in the next, oh, I, with the crystal ball as much as possible? What are you seeing and what do you expect will unfold in the areas that look, you're in? Look, I'll answer that question, but I'll also give you my, the way I look at things when it comes to property. So my thing is uh, there's going to be definitely, a, it has been a slowdown um, and it's going to stay like that uh, till early next year, maybe February, maybe March. Then I think, uh, you know, for a handful of reasons, the um, the Reserve Bank will pause or if anything, they'll even have a, a cut. Uh, we're going to have uh, overseas people coming in, 200,000 per year. They're going to have to live in uh, places and, and other, other reasons. But, you know, those two uh, should indicate enough that the property prices will start coming back up. Okay. Okay. Um, shortages of rental and all that sort of, you know, where are we going to fit all these people coming in? Yep. Right. Already we've got, we've got shortages. Um, so, so that's, where, that's my where are you just, just specifically, where, which areas are you in, in Sydney or, or are you just sort of just doing a blanket across all of Sydney? That's how it's. Okay. So, so look, it's Sydney areas is uh, Southwest. Um, that's more for the investment type granny flats sort of style, uh, yeah. duplex type uh, properties or even, you know, smaller subdivisions. Uh, but a lot of the Sydney properties are also, you know, people who do want to, you know, owner occupier uh, type of properties. So that, that's what, Pretty much in Sydney, in, you know, in the eastern, the western side of eastern suburbs and the inner west is where I focus. I grew up here. I, I've purchased many properties here. But, uh, but for that, that type of investment properties that are around the 400 to 700, 800K, that's obviously going to be, you know, western Sydney, but also regional Sydney, coastal regions um, that, in New South Wales, not Sydney, obviously. Yeah, okay. So you're, yeah. you're very optimistic about the market even early into next year. I think it's going to be a bit longer, but like I you said, as look, soon as there's a pause, I think people are going to go, oh, the market's good. Let's go. Let's jump back in. They're, they're going to get, look, they're, they're going to get comfortable and, uh, and they're going to start getting back into it. Yeah, for sure. Um, in saying all this, look, I don't pay too much attention on the market is because of that strategy that I use. And I use that. I've been using that myself for a while. And so when you use this style of strategy, you know, whatever happens in the market, whatever interest rates come up, you don't get affected. And, you know, you know yourself, 
when you've got a when you're developing a certain uh, size of a property of a strategy really you don't get affected yeah I've, I've never uh, with the exception of one property i was in a regional town which i'll never do again yeah uh, all, all of my properties even when the market was apparently crashing my properties are actually growing even well, exactly. and that was excluding the development just because i bought really well yeah and and i bought in areas that were in undersupply no that's it and and you need to do that due diligence you need to do that research you know what's happening in that area is there infrastructure um you know um, budget in that area is there you know, population growth what's happening um you know you can't just go off you know of your mate on the weekend saying hey you know what i think this area is gonna gonna do well and then you go off and buy that you know a property in that area and you you know, uh, you burn yourself. That, that happens. <laughs> Believe me, I, I've done that in the future, in, in the past. Sorry. How? <laughs> in my younger years. Yeah, yeah. How how do you think the undersupply, or how much factor does the undersupply have in the market itself? Because from all the statistics that I've looked at, and I just was having a look at some the other day, literally every capital city around Australia. The undersupply of dwellings nationally is like the lowest level it's been ever. Well, since the graph, I think it goes back 12 years or 15 years. So in the last 15 mm -hmm. years, we've never been as undersupplied as we are now. Sure, there's yep. going to be pockets of oversupply. Um, but yep. generally speaking, Australia-wide, we're in undersupply. So from my, yep. from my experience over the last decade and a bit, Anything that's in undersupply, as long as people can afford to pay for the property, so people are cashed yep. up, they just those suburbs just keep going. They don't. Well, that's right. They don't come back because people are fighting. Do you think? Yep. Do you think that that key stat or where we're sitting at the moment is going to drive prices even further than what it will? You know, and it, it it definitely will. But also, you're gonna. You know, you know uh, well yourself that uh, so many property developers and builders have gone under as well in the last yeah. year. Um, that that's going to also uh, have an impact in uh, in um, in property development and and in, you know increase in um, in supply. Yeah, there is none. Yeah. The the areas I'm in, there's no supply, and yeah. there's yeah. no rentals. There's a few more properties on the market, but not very many. So there's no, hardly anything right. to buy. There's virtually nothing to rent and there's yep. no new stock coming to market. So what, yep. what happens over time? And Queensland, we have interstate migration, so we don't need overseas migration as much. All the people yep. from, from where you are like to move up to Queensland and buy yep. a house for half the price. But yeah, from my perspective, it's just going to go ballistic. It has to. The fundamentals are there. It's just, yep. it's just a negative media storm at the moment trying but to get I, people to spend less to deflate the economy <laughs> no i do not listen to anything the media says whatever gives them views and clicks they will just punch that that through <laughs> whatever the whatever the story is yes, seriously yeah. it's it's just you know th they care little about data and all about views so that's how i see the media the mainstream media yeah yeah completely agree so anyway, yeah. so you think early next year we're going to be in for oh, round yeah. two? I, I think so. Well, wow. look, it's never gonna it's never gonna be what it, what it was. Well, when I say never, I mean you know probably well, 
you know, it's but it's not going to be how it was the last two years, put it this way, during COVID. Yeah. But, but still... uh, you know, we're going to go for a little correction and then here it comes uh, slowly back up again. Okay. All right. I'll share yeah. the same view. Awesome. <laughs> it's, just a matter of, it's just a matter of when that timing is going to be, whether it's, yeah. whether it's February or whether it's later in the year. I don't know. Yeah. It's a crystal ball that everyone tries to predict, but it is going to happen at some point. Yeah. You know, if yeah. it happens in February and you've bought in January, then you'll do well. If you buy yeah. in January, but it doesn't happen till December, then you just have to wait a few more months. <laughs> well, that's it. Look, and at the end of the day, a property never really never goes down. You know, so if, if you're buying and, you know, you're half, you have half the knowledge on where to buy and what to buy, you can't lose anyway. Yeah, agreed. Completely agree. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks so much for your time. And I'm sure no, everybody got value out of our conversation. If they didn't, then go watch somebody else's or go listen to the media <laughs> yeah. and, see, and see what they say. Uh, but yeah, I, I truly believe it's a really good buying. There's some great buying opportunities at the moment in the market. And I 100%. mean, we're, we're gearing up to go and buy some big sites. You know, we're in the process of negotiating some things because it's, yep. I think it's going to turn and it's going to turn hard, like in a good way. <laughs> turn <Yeah>. up. <laughs> Turn up there and, price, and prices grow and that's um you know that's just what i see in queensland and the other the other states are looking pretty good as well really across the board so mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see how it, how it plays out whether we see 10 percent growth or I, I honestly think some of the areas i'm in will probably see another 40 or 50 percent growth i just think they have to people just have too much money and there's no stock there's just no stock in in some areas i so I agree. I agree. And I agree. Yeah. And they haven't had that massive growth that other suburbs have had. Like sure, they've some of the suburbs that I'm thinking about have gone, you know, 30 or 40% already, but I still think there's another 30 or 40 to go. In, yeah. I just don't think it'll happen as quick. It'll be like a traditional three-year construction boom, which yes. is like yeah. what what most of us are used to, where you see all the cranes in the sky, all the developers rush to the market. The ones that do really well out of those booms are the ones that already own sites before the boom happens. So yeah, exactly. you, yeah, you yeah. can't get into the boom and think you're going to make all this money, uh, especially not as a bigger developer, but um, you kind of got to lead into it and be in a position before it goes ballistic. Same as all yeah. the people that made yeah. money in COVID, all the big developers, we all had sites before COVID. We didn't become overnight you know, multimillionaires. We all own the sites yeah. before COVID and we we're buying sites in COVID. <laughs> well, so that's it. When, when that's nobody it. So else looks, was. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes it can be a waiting game. So, you know. Yeah. As long as you're not waiting 10 years. <laughs> well, yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's right. Double, doing it, <laughs> buy well, do an active strategy and you're, and you're sorted no matter what the market does. So anyway. Exactly. Thank, exactly. Thanks for your time. It was great talking to you. We will chat yeah. again. And for all the people that are listening and watching, if you've got any questions, please just let us know. And your business details, Dragon, will put those in there, in there for people that Thank want you. to use your services as well. And from, yep. my, from my personal experience, you know, I leverage my time as much as possible. And you're going to have deals that I'm not going to come across. And same with you know, people that are wanting to use you. You're going to have sites in different areas that people aren't going to have access to without you in, in yep. the box seat. So, you know... It's well worth your your fee 
to do that. I mean, that's your that's your business. You you're good at it, and you get paid a success fee for finding sites, and you find sites for developers and positively geared properties, and you're not buying you know rubbish stock that's overpriced. Yeah, <laughs> is more definitely. to the point. Yeah. So, all right. Thanks. Thanks so much for your time. Adam, thank and, you. Uh, thank you for having me. Around.